0: Welcome to When They Popped. Let's rewind to a simpler time together and dive deep into the music, movement, and mania behind our favorite Y2K celebrities and trends. Hosted by Kelsey and Mary, it's time for another episode of When They Popped.
1: Hello and welcome to When They Popped. Thank you everyone for joining and sticking with us to scratch that Y2K pop culture itch. We are loving hearing from you and connecting with like-minded Y2K heads.
0: Speaking of, there is some Y2KT that we absolutely need to discuss. First order of business is that Lance Bass just launched a nostalgia podcast of his own called Frosted Tips. Mary, what did you think of the first
1: episode? You know, I really enjoyed it because this is this is right up our alley, Kelsey. You know, I was listening to Lance's description of Frosted Tips. And it is word for word, kind of <laughs> in our brainstorm, what we were trying to get across in our podcast and the purpose of our podcast. Not that I think Lance is one of our listeners, wink, wink, but I or I think is just, he or is he? No, I'm kidding. But I just I think it really speaks to the times, nostalgias and baby
0: totally my biggest revelation was that jc said that he's working on a musical he's following in Amazing. max martin's footsteps <laughs> i loved it and like not to make it about backstreet boys but obviously i'm going to make it about backstreet boys and mm-hmm. you know in our last episode newlyweds we went down a rabbit hole trying to figure out which in and which bsb member jessica was simultaneously flirting with <laughs> on the phone and her motorola in 2001 and it really just connected the dots for me hearing JC speak on Lance's podcast because he mentioned that he's not a materialistic guy and he doesn't like to spend money on things. He values experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jessica did say in her short story that he would live out of his car willingly. So <laughs> I do
1: believe that with this, tidbit, JC
0: unintentionally affirmed our assertion that he is the in that Jessica was phone flirting with.
1: Case closed. Case. <laughs> case closed. case <laughs> closed.
0: Okay. Sharp, right? Second order of business. I still can't believe that the couple of the early 2000s, Jen and Ben, are married and they were just in Boston. Ben Affleck and J-Lo, just to clarify. Yes. I still yes. can't believe that they're married
1: all these years <laughs> later.
0: And they were just in Boston seen filming something at a Dunkin' Donuts. And every time I see them together, I'm just like, am I 13 again? Like, what year is it?
1: I know. I heard it was for a Super Bowl commercial, potentially. So the- keep your eyes peeled for that one. But... I can't wait. I hope she sings I'm real in
0: it. Like, I hope there's yeah. she wears a pink juicy jumpsuit. Jenny from the her butt on a place Yes. In Boston yes. Harbor. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Anyways, I'll let
0: you get on with your episode, but we had yes. to talk about some of the hottest news of the day.
1: As we touched on in our last episode, this is a big year of anniversaries for iconic moments, music, and celebrities from the 2000s era. So we're going to continue right on from Newlyweds to discuss the legacy and impact of one of the most Iconic shows of this time. Just a full disclaimer before getting started. Any of the show clips or music that we utilize in this episode, we are using purely for commentary and critiquing purposes. We do not own the copyrights to them. Kelsey, when you hear this theme song, what are your immediate thoughts? <laughs> hey, isn't that
0: Paris Hilton? <laughs> Take girls, all <laughs> it is an intro that i'll never skip i'll tell you that much no
1: no 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 skips
0: when i think of the simple life i think of nicole richie's sh- hair color combination <laughs> the dark streaks and then the super blonde i think of Paris Hilton and her super low jeans so low that they have to blur a butt crack in every episode. I think of... And Tinkerbell the
1: Chihuahua.
0: Like, she started a revolution of people wanting Chihuahuas.
1: The tiny dog aesthetic. She's a queen in her own right. There
0: were three queens on that show. And I feel like Tinkerbell does not get enough attention.
1: No, and she she really was impactful on pop culture, and I'm saying that in all seriousness. Tinkerbell, no, it's Tinkerbell real. Was.
0: But she she was a queen.
1: Yes, absolutely. There's so many great memories from the show. I re- I remember I was all in on the Paris Hilton, Juicy Couture sidekick, small dog aesthetic at the time. I honestly didn't know as much about Nicole prior to the show. But ultimately, she ended up becoming my favorite, I think. The Simple Life premiered on December 2nd, 2003. The Prime of Y2K on Fox. And it concluded on August 5th in 2007 on E! A little switcheroo over there. The infamous falling out between Nicole and Paris in 2005 led to the series being canceled by Fox following its third season with them. Ultimately, it was The Simple Life that helped catapult Nicole and Paris into international stardom. This took these two girls from being tabloid heiresses and made them bona fide celebrities. It also helped further spawn the idea that people can be famous for being famous, not for any sort of talent or accomplishment, really. No no shade intended.
0: No shade. The first of their (laughs) kind. Obviously, we have a lot of celebrities like that nowadays, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. the Kardashians and so many others. But I'm with you. I didn't know who Nicole was either. And I also didn't know who Lionel
1: Richie was. Don't cancel me for that. Oh, my. Really?
0: I didn't know. Obviously, I, my parents were like, who, what show are you watching? I was like, oh, that's Nicole Richie. And they're like, Richie? Like, Lionel? And I was like, you know who her dad is?
1: <laughs> Just like our podcast, The Simple Life was born out of nostalgia. It was developed because of a challenge, actually, from Fox TV executives to find a way to do TV comedies outside of that traditional sitcom format that had been you know, so prevalent at the time. Ultimately, they really liked the concept of those 1960s sitcoms, but they decided to do them IRL in real life, if that makes Mm. sense. So Fox executives later explained that Simple Life was inspired by Green Acres about a New York Society couple who moved to a farm. So it sounds pretty Paris and Nicole on the Simple Life to me. So while Fox's department was brainstorming this ingenious idea and a twist of perfect fate, Paris was meeting the studio's casting department at the same time. She had um, casting meetings and interviews, and they were immediately fascinated by Paris and wanted to do this show with her, saying she was so real. She was funny. She was in her own reality and not embarrassed to talk about it. There was a sweetness to her. Kels, did you know the original concept of this show was not actually supposed to be Paris and Nicole? If you can believe that, the original idea was to send Paris and her sister, Nikki, off to the farm for season one. However, Nikki's always kind of chosen to be less in the spotlight than Paris, and she could not be convinced to come on board. And also, she had a boyfriend in New York that she did not want to leave.
0: That's kind of crazy. Like, we're just so opposites. I could never really, just, like, I'm, a, I'm a Paris, not a Nikki. But I guess it all worked out for her because she's super successful in her own right, and her husband's yes. really good-looking. I had no idea that it wasn't supposed to be them originally. And
1: like... Props to Nikki. We stand an off-grid heiress. She knew she Ex- didn't
0: need the show. The show needed yes. her more than she needed it.
1: So here we are. Paris is all in. Nikki is out. But Fox is like, you know what? We really need this to be a duo. This is not a one-person show. So Paris asked two famous friends to join her on The Simple Life prior to Nicole. Kimberly Stewart, the daughter of Mr. Rod Stewart, and the heiress of Band-Aid, Casey Johnson, who has since passed away unfortunately but neither girl could be convinced to join paris on the simple life and finally she ended up convincing nicole to come on board and the rest is history kals nicole and her fearless humor made the simple life for me the girl gave no fucks how do you think the dynamic would have changed without nicole do you think the show would have been the same or as successful without the famous hilton Ritchie comedy duo we absolutely needed nicole i feel like they almost brought like a good cop Bad cop dynamic, if yes. you will.
0: Like Nicole was the darker humor, really sarcastic, and Paris was super sweet. And she would use that baby mm-hmm. voice sometimes. I feel like Nicole sometimes also was just a little bit more down and dirty. So she kept the plot line moving. Yep. Like she would do the things that Paris would ask her to do jokingly. Yes. And I think she just, she really did. Et- Everything was a bit to her. And I feel like they played <laughs> off of each other so perfectly. And I'm so glad Nicole did the show because I'm obsessed with her. I loved her then. I love her now. Yeah. She married my biggest middle school crush, Joel Madden. I went through a very, very heavy, dark, under-eye eyeliner phase in middle school. Oh, my goodness. To we'll good to talk about this. <laughs> I was aware that Nicole was sort of shoehorned into this troublemaker role and she was supposed to be sort of like the badass and Mm -hmm. that role that she was playing wasn't that far off from real life. I know she had gotten into some legal trouble for heroin possession and driving with a suspended license and she was even out on bail on those charges when she and Paris shot the first season and she had to fulfill a court-ordered stint in rehab right before the show debuted. And I always wondered why we always saw Paris driving and not Nicole, because there could have been something funny in there, but that's why. And I I just feel like the way that Nicole has addressed that past and how she just owns it and she's clearly grown so much. I'm just really proud of her. I feel like it was a privilege to sort of see that arc for
1: her. That's such a good point. It's just pretty incredible to think about how much probably she was going through internally while filming this show and still just kind of able to block it or shut it off and be this like hysterical girl for the cameras, you know, stirring up some trouble. But I, I thought that was very interesting as well. But there are five seasons of The Simple Life. And in the first season, and arguably the most iconic and Definitely. memorable season. Yes. Paris and Nicole move in with the Letting family in Altus, Arkansas for a month. Only a month. The eight-episode first season premiered on December 2nd, 2003. We got some legendary one-liners in the season. <laughs> I still use a lot today. Kelsey... What where does your head go for the first season of The Simple Life?
0: I mean, just the first episode alone, we get both Kyle Richards and Kathy Hilton. Oh my I god. I just about died re-watching this. I also was able to get through the whole first season in one night because I just like couldn't stop watching it. So easy. It's so easy. It's just so crazy. I mean, the first episode when they go into the Dior store and Paris is wearing that micro <laughs> mini like pleated skirt. I, I mean When I put my, you know, stretch out my hand from my thumb to my (laughs) index finger, I feel like that's how long the skirt was. It's crazy. And that's how I always think of her in my brain. So it was kind of like validating to know that that's where my image of her came from. (laughs) You were right on the money. Um, Right on the money. I feel like the other things that come to mind is mostly her fashion and just like that iconic baby voice that she would use really just when she wants when she's feeling something. a little shy or she wants yeah. something from someone like, so like it's kind of <laughs> interesting to see how over the season she really adopted more of that character
1: here are some of my favorite moments from this show who could forget the girls struggling at the grocery store who the hell eats pig's feet pig's feet? their stellar customer service skills while working at sonic thanks bitch have a great day this is fun <laughs> Nicole's trendy advice for the women in the quilting group. You guys should make it, like, a little edgier, you know? Like, maybe, like, some cigarette burns. The ever-so-smooth and easy adjustment to The Simple Life. I hate it here. I'm gonna murder myself. Aww. And the girls immediately being on the prowl for some Altus grandsons. Tell your grandsons we're in town. We're single and we're here for five weeks. And we're bored. Very bored. And horny. <laughs> How about that classic Nicole and Paris response to just about any and everything they agreed with? Loves it. And finally, the phrase that likely sent Paris Hilton's celebrity into another stratosphere. That's hot. Classics. So, personally, I honestly loved the Letting family. That's for me, is what made the season so memorable. There. They seem to actually care for the girls. I I liked the, the kids and Grandma Curly. I distinctly remember it, the girls cornering one of their, like, you know, quote unquote, brothers, ex-girlfriends at the bar and being like, oh, my God, imagine that happening to you on live TV. Like some guy you dated um, <sighs> in your normal life happens to host Paris Hilton and Nicole Ritchie in his house for a month. And then they start coming after you for, like, breaking up with him. Do you remember that?
0: I would die. Justin, yes. Yes. When Paris says, no one's going to be mean to our brother. I felt that, though. As an older sister, I would do the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, I feel like they came right in and were just, like, very protective of them and looked at them like their Altus family. I also have a distinct memory of Nicole being the only brave one to stick her hand up that cow's (laughs) ass and chasing Paris around with her dirty hand. I was howling when I was rewatching it. I also have so much anxiety remembering the scene when they bought their Altus mother, Janet, a birdhouse for Mother's Day and charged it to some other guy's account. Uh, uh, Nicole's charging account disease got the best of them there.
0: <laughs> I have CAD, charging account disease. He has an account. It's stuff. Uh. Oh my God. And then like Nicole pretending to cry. Truly, I was laughing. I was crying, laughing at this, even... Just watching it this week. Would yes. Like, my cat just—I now I have to plan a funeral. <laughs> and the guy was being so nice and understanding. Girls.
1: Hello.
0: Y'all just getting up.
1: No. Something happened to my cat.
0: Your cat? What happened to your cat?
1: He died. When? Right now. I'm sorry. I just spent all my money on. Now, I had to plan a funeral.
0: (laughs) I truly feel like they were nervous in that moment, and that's what made it so funny.
1: Because remember, Paris actually like whipped out her Amex and was like, I'm gonna pay for it. They panicked.
0: No, it totally felt very real because I feel like they started to realize that $120 to them isn't that much, but to this you know someone in this town it was a lot so i feel like they took it seriously and i'm glad that they showed that part even if it was sort of breaking the fourth wall and they weren't supposed to you know tap into their own credit cards or something because it did show that they do care about these people and they weren't going to leave them hanging but you're so right the the letting family was so sweet there are some rich one-liners in episode (sighs) one i love when grandma curly is plucking the chicken and nicole says the only thing i'm plucking is my eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) those are the nicole one-liners i'm telling She made the show. I will say, I was a little uneasy coming into this season. I remember the, when it first came out because, you know, the show features normal, hardworking people, and everyone seems so nice and. I just was nervous that perhaps their way of life could be. I didn't want the whole purpose of the show to be making fun of other right. people or the way that other people live. But I do think that Paris and Nicole did a really good job focusing on making fun of themselves and not yes. the people in town. And, like they were the butt of the joke, Nicole and Paris. Yes. And that's why I think it was so successful. Like, so I feel like that is what saved it in my eyes. But I did. I was a skeptical viewer of episode yes. one the first time around.
1: So this is quote unquote reality TV. Allegedly cows. Did you know that it came <laughs> Allegedly, out? Allegedly, <laughs> yes, the lawyer. All alleged. <laughs> Did you know that it came out later that they are a gig at the dairy farm when they were trying to film all that milk? They and they watered down all the milk because they couldn't get it do- enough done in time. That was completely um, staged, you know, because there's like health and food and stuff involved. You can't just do that. So that was completely fake.
0: A little a per- food safety team yes. came in. You know, the food inspector yes. health inspector came in.
1: That was a no go. So they staged that one. And a producer has also since revealed. And this was crazy to me because this was one of my favorite lines back in the day. Paris came up with her infamous Walmart question on her own and planned to mix it in as a funny bit. I don't know. What is Walmart?
0: Mm. It's like they sell wall stuff. No. What is it? I thought
1: that was really cool that Paris came up with that line. Are Are you surprised about that? It does not surprise me at all because
0: I, the difference between this show and Newlyweds to me is that Paris and Nicole knew that they were in on the joke from the beginning. And I feel like yes. they knew that they had these roles to play. So they really leaned into it. Is what And that's what made it so funny. Nick and Jessica on the other hand, I feel like a lot of the stuff that Jessica said that sort of became a meme later was really innocent, especially mm-hmm. in the first season. This reminds me more like Real Housewives. You know, it's only fun and enjoyable to watch if you know that they're playing a role yes like when my husband catches an episode of real hospice he's like how can they care about this petty stuff i'm like "Mike, they don't they know they're this is a TV project and their project is to make good television for us so sit down and shut up it's all a role (laughs) i feel like they just knew it and i feel like you could really see that with the sonic job oh yeah like when Nicole is flirting with the customers, it's so fun. And when the manager <laughs> finds them in the soda mascot costumes and literally has to drag them yes. by the wrist back to the restaurant. She like, was pissed. Oh, right. And they were acting like little kids. in the stuff yeah. that they put up on, like, the marquee board. Oh like Obviously, I don't think as normal human beings who didn't have a camera crew on them, I think they would have been a little bit more respectful. Like, they knew what That's they were true. doing. That's true. In the cattle episode when Nicole is making fun of the auctioneer voice,
1: she... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she does the funniest impression of it i was i watched it like three times i like one yeah, time I watched. that's it. a
1: good one and then my favorite
0: part is when Nicole is describing the guy she likes to Janet when they're all getting their nails done and (laughs) Janet is appalled and Janet just goes, oh, Nicole.
1: Nicole. I don't like good looking guys.
0: I like them to be really skinny and pale and look like they're dying. Oh, Nicole. I felt that there was a true genuine connection with them by that point and it was just so sweet to watch.
1: Agreed. Another
0: thing I loved, braxton i mean he oh. obviously stole the show when he's swatting the bugs away from them and makes tinkerbell oh, lunch.
1: his voice his little his voice. voice i know
0: his little vo- his little everything he was just so when he was nervous about the tornado like he just was oh. so sweet and i think he brought out a lot of tenderness in paris and nicole yes. he, so he was like kind of a necessary thing
1: too yes
0: I also loved when they had to fill out a W-4 form and they had no idea what it was (laughs) and like what taxes were because I literally felt like that in my first job. You ever clocked in anywhere before? No. Have you ever had a real job? No. Okay. I had to call my mom. I was like, what's my social security number? Like, no one told me I need to know these things.
1: But above
0: all, my favorite part of this first season was that everybody in this town in Arkansas is a gossip queen. Everybody (laughs) gossips. I love it. The mayor is gossiping. Of course. The ladies at the salon are gossiping. Curly, the grandma, is gossiping. I just, (laughs) I love it.
1: They were certainly like two little tornadoes whipping into Altus, Arkansas, and they gave the people a lot to talk about. That's for sure. Do you remember Paris's crush, Chops from season one? Oh
0: my god,
1: Chops! Imagine being a small time boy and having Paris come into your life like that, rock your world, and then just leave and go back to LA. It it actually even gets worse. It turns out Chops was not single at the oh my time, god, of course, and left his high school sweetheart for paris and in fact he broke off his engagement with his high school sweetheart for this fling with paris wait like he was 18 and engaged yes well oh, that's pretty young wow i know, I know. Chops, what are you
0: thinking what even Charles. is his real name again we don't even know it's just Chops. oh my
1: God. His teeth like yeah his mouth his his <laughs> i'm just that man needed right
0: an orbit sponsorship immediately. I know.
1: Immediately. Paris apparently got into it. This wasn't shown. Apparently she heckled his ex-fiance at their graduation. They almost got in a fight. And at the end of it all, Paris left Altus at the end of season one and did look back. Chops was <laughs> left with a broken relationship and an angry ex-fiance. Not a happy ending with Paris for Chops. Honestly, Chops deserves it. Boys are dumb.
0: But I yep. did some insta stalking and apparent his allegedly it's his instagram and it's public i feel like i would recognize those dentures from anywhere but he's an executive at netflix now so he made it to la after all after wanting to go pursue a modeling career there i
1: I wonder if they connected ever again she helped him at all you know if just his time on the show helped get him out to la I'd, i'd be curious to find that out
0: well I looked through his Instagram, obviously. He looks like he's married and he has a kid. And Good. every single comment on his post is like, Chops! And they're like, where's Paris, Chops?
1: Oh my God. Still, like to this day?
0: Yes, like oh my very God. recently. He posted a selfie with him and his, who I presume to be his wife.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny. But in another kind of sad twist, when Paris was asked a, a while ago if she kept in touch with the letting, she replied, I changed my number and that got back to janet letting and she she was like she made it sound like we're trying to stalk her no like no one's been calling them we tried to talk to them a couple times right after they left nicole and i talked about three times but we weren't trying to call them at all i just felt like that was kind of sad to see a little bit of a shift in dynamic after they left you know in my perfect world i had hoped they kept in touch forever and sent christmas cards every year but it appears yeah. not
0: I did see in 20, you know, I'm hopeful that they have smoothed things over since then. Because, you know, they did the reunion show, which was kind of yes. cute after. And then in 2020, I saw Paris announced on Twitter that Grandpa Richard had sadly uh. passed away and that she was in touch with Braxton. So oh
1: good, maybe
0: they kept in touch with Braxton. But I can understand why the Letting family would feel a little insecure over yeah. hearing a comment like that.
1: But if anyone knows, please tell us if they've kept in touch or if you've seen anything about that. So season one of The Simple Life crushed it, obviously. The debut of The Simple Life drew 13 million viewers. And there were even more viewers the second episode with 13.3 million. So unsurprisingly, with that success and those numbers, The Simple Life was renewed for season two. Now, I'm not sure if this is TV in general or the show or what, but I, I loved the first, you know, one, two, three seasons especially but I don't know if they were truly ever to capture the magic of the first season of The Simple Life again. The second season aired on June 16th in 2004. It had an audience of 9.8 million viewers, which was, you know, it's still pretty decent. The season follows the two girls traveling around the United States in a pink pickup truck driven by Paris. The girls are Doing fun activities such as catching crawfish, working as maids in a nudist resort, and sausage making. (laughs) Kelsey, were you as locked into Season 2 as you were Season 1? I get that they wanted to keep it fresh, change up what the girls were doing and their adventures, uh, but I... I was kind of partial to them staying and bonding with the letting family. Yeah, I feel I
0: really dropped off after season 1. I feel like yeah. I I totally get and was supportive of why they needed to switch it up and take on a new place because part of the allure is them coming in like a tornado and then leaving. I feel That's like they true. probably honestly did too much damage to the town all. <laughs> they Arkansas. needed to leave. Right. Like imagine them having to come back and face chops. You know, I feel like they sort of not that there was nothing more for the town to offer, but rather I feel like they played out what they wanted to. You're right. And I think it was funnier to see them do a new, really crazy job or task every day. Like the sausage making was hilarious when they served
1: that guy dog food
0: because they didn't like him. (laughs) Like, oh, my
1: God. They still had some great moments. And i you're completely right. I get what you're saying. They were renewed again for the third season in 2005. And they had 16 episodes this season, which is a decent amount. And yeah, This, this is-, is
0: also when Nicole had her glow up. I feel like season mm. one and season two, she looked the same. And then season three, she came back with like short blonde hair. Yes. And just looked a little bit more polished. I feel like she went through sort of like a,
1: a fashion renaissance. Renaissance. Yes. Love that for her. And in this season there... Busy taking on various internships with different companies. And fun fact that I learned in my research, there was a certain famous, but not famous at the time, pop star in one of these episodes. It was actually Kesha. And her family welcomed Paris and Nicole into their home. And Nicole and Paris used their quote-unquote matchmaking skills to find a gentleman suitor for Kesha's mother. And Kesha reflected on this almost 20 years later. You know, she said, I remember Paris and Nicole ended up hooking my my mom up with a guy on that show. And she said a few days later, she went out to a gay bar and saw the same guy out dancing in the gay bar, which is pretty interesting. Reality TV, question mark?
0: Oh, my God. That is like so... Okay, so I vaguely remember hearing this as like a fun fact later on. Uh I wondered, like, did Kesha mom sign up for the show knowing that kesha wanted to be like a pop star one day like kesha also is kind of if we think about it if we put our thinking caps on i feel like she's a mix of paris and nicole almost that same energy of like coming in and fucking shit up with her fun music yes
1: kesha is one of our queens she is iconic there's also an episode in season three where Paris and Nicole worked in that New Jersey funeral home and they quote unquote accidentally dumped the cremated <laughs> remains of a, a dead person on the carpet and then <laughs> vacuumed it up in panic. But there was a sneaky little my legal eagle eye caught a sneaky disclaimer <laughs> declaring that no human bodies were used, you know, in that episode. They the owner of the funeral home at eventually revealed that the remains were actually a mixture of cement and kitty litter. And that just leaves me to one question. Is all reality TV fake? Yes, literally all. (laughs) Because, oh my God. (laughs) Literally, that is the worst PR for a funeral home
0: ever. I can't believe that they agreed to be on this show in the first place. But I remember reading about how it caused this huge scandal, so they had to admit that it was fabricated for the show. But it's also like... People were
1: pissed.
0: But it's like, come on, guys. Like, you know this is fake. Like, why... Also... I don't know, the whole uproar around it all just seems so silly to me. But one thing that, you know, made my jaw drop, and this just shows how desensitized I am to reality TV, I (laughs) feel like in all these crazy storylines, what made me gasp was the vacuum that she used because it Uh. was an auric vacuum. Do you remember all those auric commercials where they would pick it up with their pinky and they were like, it's only eight pounds. (laughs) I just thought of all the infomercials of the time. And wow, that's what made me stop in my tracks, not the fact that, there were potential human remains on a carpet. (laughs) Yes,
1: desensitized.
0: (laughs) I also feel like, I, I mean, if I knew it at 14 that it wasn't real, then like,
1: grow up. That's very true. But, okay, so that was fake. But it gets even more fake and sad, to be honest with you. So between season three and season four is when the show hopped over from Fox to E. And a lot of us know about this now. This is also when Paris confirmed that her and Nicole were no longer friends. And at that time, you know, between season three and season four, there were no specifics given, but both their teams confirmed that they, you know, they were going to both be professionals and prepared to work together to complete their filming obligations, a.k.a. two more seasons of The Simple Life with E!, that's like Late. so much. I know, I that's know. so much left
0: when and the whole purpose is their chemistry. Yeah,
1: their friendship. And I don't know if you've ever gone through a friendship breakup, but that's just like hard. You know, it's like being around an ex and like having to see them every day. That's tough. Well, like how yeah. do they
0: like the laugh like the silent laughing was like the funniest part and feeling like... As a viewer, you're like their third best friend because you're watching all these funny moments and inside jokes play out.
1: And apparently they just completely flipped their filming schedules. Like Paris would do all her scenes in the morning. Nicole would do hers like overnight. They just kept them away from each other. Later, Paris came out with a statement where she said it's no big secret that Nicole and I are no longer friends. Nicole knows what she did and that's all I'm ever going to say about it. That tea is piping hot. And it gets even more hot. We are a boil in here because even later it was <laughs> leaked. yep the, the water's bo- the tea is boiling. <laughs> the kettle is whistling. Oh Sorry, you guys. God. I'm losing my damn mind, but <laughs> it came out later that the incident that caused this rift this is pretty triggering was Nicole showing Paris' a sex tape with Rick Solomon at a party. Wow. Kelsey, talk to me about your thoughts on this.
0: So I also read that it was allegedly uh, a, the party, the purpose of the party was to celebrate Paris hosting SNL. So oh my sort God. of like adding to the sting. And again, these, these are all rumors. I've Obviously, that would be the worst thing that Nicole could do to Paris. Like they both haven't confirmed this paris and nicole have since said that they were believing rumors that other people were starting to cause a rift between them and they've sort of blamed it all on like miscommunication and misunderstanding but i you know i really hope that it's not true because i do wonder how they ever could have moved past something like that like maybe if let's say it were true like maybe nicole thought it would be funny and like a haha like we can laugh about it like take your power back and laugh. I, yeah. I don't know. Just It's really icky. And I hope it's not true, but I'm really happy to hear that they've overcome whatever the cause of the rift yes. was. Yes.
1: So this is what's kind of going on in the background as the series is moving to E and their friendships falling apart. The, the season four premiere was on June 4th, 2006, and that drew 1.3 million viewers, that, you know, compared to their 13 million on Fox for season one, that's pretty abysmal. But apparently that was four times E's prime time average. So E was happy <laughs> um, that ratings tripled their the network's average. They're they're great. They're happy. Um, This is when the girls are alternating in the wife role to a different family every episode. It's similar to wife swap. So they're filling in as the the wife and mother role season four was actually supposed to be shot in mexico which i can only imagine how crazy that would have gotten but because of the girls (laughs) strange relationships the producers were concerned about having them in these close quarters in a foreign country so that i take that to mean it must have been really really bad between them at that time and if you know the reason for their falling out was what we thought it is i understand that Any memories from the season, Kelsey, I admittedly wasn't as locked in. I feel like I could tell that something was off. I feel like the dynamic and the humor was not the same.
0: Yeah, I didn't even watch. (laughs) I I wasn't watching by now. I think I really wasn't drawn to it just knowing all the behind the scenes stuff. And at this time, I was a regular Perez Hilton reader and (laughs) I felt like I knew these girls already. So I didn't really feel like I needed to watch them do fake chores on The Simple Life because I was getting my fix of them from the tabloids.
1: Yes, and they they were in the tabloids, that's for sure. The fifth and final season aired on May 28th in 2007, and this is where the girls are working as counselors at Camp Shawnee. Now, in theme for this episode, the plot twist is... This apparently was not a real camp. It was filmed at, like, a Malibu camp that wasn't actually a camp, and... What a shocker. Something <laughs> yes. simple
0: life wasn't real. Yes,
1: it was all put together for the show. There's a, a scene that I like um, where they're lost in the woods, and Paris calls, she's like, we're lost, we need someone to fly in and rescue us. Hi, um, we're up in the mountains, and we need to be rescued. We're in between, like... Five mountains with trees everywhere. Nicole's wearing like this bright yellow free city sweatshirt. And I'm wearing a leopard Gwen Stefani top with camouflage shoes and brown corduroys and a cute little vest. And, we and what do you wear? What design's-
0: uh, Route 66 blue jeans.
1: Route 66 blue jeans. And Nicole and I both have blonde extensions. Can they bring some food, please? Like McDonald's? Thank you. And they're like out in these, you know, mountains at the camp, but really they're just like in a Malibu hill not lost at all just fake 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 i mean at this point they were faking their friendship we know reality tv isn't real i'm not surprised about this are you no i mean i can
0: see why they'd keep this shirt like up the charade for the Mm -hmm. show it would be really tough to recreate the vibes from season one even if they were on speaking terms and you know to be clear i don't believe that any of this is real because nothing on reality TV yes. is real. But I think that's by design. I am of the mindset that do what you got to do to make good TV, as long as yes. you're not hurting anyone. And I feel like they were doing that.
1: You're right. I think I was a little bit more jaded as a kid, though. So reading all of this, I was like, <gasps> as a theater oh my kid, God. I'm like, lights,
0: cam, every day is <laughs> so a performance.
1: Funny. But there was there was also a lot going on in this season in the background. Both girls served their DUI jail sentences during this season. Nicole okay. served four days. Paris served twenty three. And also, during this season, Nicole was hospitalized for dehydration while filming, and that got leaked to the press. It's funny, during this era, I think every starlet was hospitalized for quote-unquote dehydration. You know, Lindsay Lohan had a few stints. What does dehydration actually mean in Hollywood? Um, That's my question. A source came forward later and actually claimed that Nicole's hospitalization came after she collapsed on set. And that this incident wasn't an isolated one. According to the source, Nicole's issues during filming uh, that season were ongoing. She had trouble walking and speaking clearly often while filming. This, the source added, left Paris and the production team feeling really frustrated. And the creator of the Simple Life denied all of it. What do you think? So I read that Nicole was diagnosed with hyperglycemia, which is low
0: blood sugar okay. and like low blood pressure. So basically you just need to like eat. More and drink more water. And I read that she was regularly feeling faint during filming season five, okay. and she was often in her trailer resting. So I can totally imagine how that would cause some tension with Paris. Yeah. You know, you're showing up, you're doing the work, and I I can imagine why it would be frustrating sure. to see. So it's like eat a granola bar, Nicole, yeah, and like, maybe you'll feel better. Out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: but it seems like this was a true like medical issue. Uh, I can imagine though, from Paris's point of view, being like annoyed, suck it up and get yeah. to work. I think Nicole, you know, she clearly had a diagnosed issue. On a, on the other hand, Nicole has a passive drug abuse. I right. wonder if maybe people were speculating that she wasn't sober anymore. Right. So I'm sure there was just a lot of speculation around her not showing up some days.
1: Absolutely put. I agree completely. And by July 30th, 2007, E stated that they were going to cancel the show. Paris stated that it had been a great five years and we had so much fun, but I'm happy to end it at that. It's honestly crazy that they got so
0: much out of just five years. I know. Like, when we think about when they started and where they ended, like, they were just 22 when they started. I think they were, like, 25 when they ended. Well, I can't do math, so 27. (laughs) That's crazy.
1: They were so young still. I know. They were babies. Like, looking back, they were so young. and. It was a bona fide success, regardless of what, you know, television critics said. Networks saw the numbers and they saw the viewership of these shows. And it absolutely had an impact on TV then and now. And there was also multiple spinoffs. There was a 2005 series called I Want to Be a Hilton. And it took the idea of The Simple Life and reversed it. And it was hosted by none other than Real Housewives of Beverly Hills icon, Kathy Hilton, and I just think this is so funny. I want to read this description. The show saw several contestants from, you know, out in the country having to perform certain tasks ranging from dog grooming to a fashion show, organizing a charity event while learning etiquette and manners. The finalists of the competition received a prize package that included a 200,000 trust fund, a new apartment wardrobe, and the opportunity to live the life of high society for one year and one year only. <laughs> Paris and Nikki guest starred, and yeah. Tinkerbell also had an, an appearance or two. Did you ever see that? Did you ever hear of that?
0: I remember hearing about it being like,
1: oh, a $200,000 trust fund sounds pretty great.
0: (laughs) I love that you're at, oh, live the life of high
1: society for one year and one year only. Like, what do they do? Yeah, Yeah. they just like go back to their normal lives after a year. Like, that's just so funny. Yeah. I
0: never watched it, but it's giving The Apprentice, like the only version of The Apprentice that I would watch because it's funny. right?
1: And then in 2007, they were already ready for a reboot and a new incarnation of The Simple Life nearly occurred. In a developed spin off that was set to Aaron E. and feature none other than Kimberly Stewart, who was probably kicking herself for declining, and right. her friend Kelly Osborne. However, the series was not picked up after Kelly opted out of the project just after a few days of shooting, branding it demeaning and juvenile.
0: I'm not surprised by that. That sounds like something Kelly Osborne yes. would do. Yes.
1: This is also mind blowing to me. There were seven different international remakes created because of the success of a show. Wow.
0: So There was
1: one in India, Serbia, Turkey,
0: all these different like, versions. Like all featuring different
1: socialites within yes. those countries. Yes. That's so
0: cool. I didn't know that.
1: Truly trailblazers. I want to know who the Serbian Paris Hilton I know, is. I know. I know. Pro- there's probably there's probably The so Turkish
0: much. Nicole Richie. Yes. My friends in Turkey. I'm literally going to ask
1: him. So Paris recently had a documentary come out in 2020. She said that in The Simple Life, she's playing a character. She was playing it up for good TV. She knew what the audience wanted, and she played right into that part. Now, unlike Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where there are clear days that they are filming, reality TV was new during The Simple Life, and producers weren't sure you know, how to shoot it to get all the necessary footage, how much footage would they need, what would be good, what would be, you know, usable. So cameras were literally rolling 24-7. I wonder if there is a vault of some unused gems, hours and oh, hours gosh. of footage. There's just no denying the cultural impact that The Simple Life had.
0: All in all, I totally agree with you. They changed the reality TV format, but also like sort of the, the scripted reality TV mm-hmm. format, like they kind of knew the premise they knew how to play into it but the reactions of the people around them and yes. how they reacted to those scenarios and was we. authentic to their personalities
1: 100% yeah i mean the show gave us paris and nicole and that in itself is a gift, a gift to society amen sister how about paris's book the confessions of an heiress that came out in 2004 that teaches you step-by-step step how to be a Paris Hilton-approved bitch. I pre-ordered that shit. I waited in line at Barnes & Noble's for it. <laughs> no kidding. I think I've, it's still saved somewhere. Her platform and public interest had really exploded. She also did her music. I was listening to Stars Are Blind today to get in the mood, and it's just such a certified bop. And also, Nicole's book, The Truth About Diamonds, came out in 2006. I only read it recently recently. And it's basically to believe kind of a tell-all about Nicole, but everyone's name's different. So the main character is not Nicole Ritchie, it's someone else, and she's telling her oh, it's, about— it, it's not an autobiography? Technically, we're going to say no. The book is loosely based on Nicole's upbringing, and although she denies it, those who know her believe otherwise. But in the book, Chloe, the main character is adopted by a rock star and rarely receives attention from her famous— father. She also references a blonde bestie named Simone Westlake, who's famous for being famous, super materialistic. I don't know. It sounds a lot like Paris and Nicole to me, but Nicole denies that this has any relation to her real life. So we'll take her at her word. It's
0: it's like it's historical her fiction of Y2K.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. But also, did you know Nicole was adopted by Lionel Richie?
0: I did. I, I did know that.
1: And that they saw her when she snuck on stage at a Prince concert and was playing a tambourine with Prince on stage, casual. I didn't know that's how they found her. That's crazy. And Lionel and his then wife, Linda, were mesmerized. Who is this cute little girl? And turns out it was a friend's daughter, you know, a friend of a friend, someone they knew kind of casually. And it's kind of crazy because they were going through something, some struggles financially. Nicole's birth parents and basically, we're like, do you want to take Nicole? And I, you know, I've always kind of wondered how Nicole feels about that now. And if she has any relationship with her birth parents, that's kind of yeah. heavy and sad, but also seems like they were trying to do the best thing for their daughter. Um right. But another fun fact: I actually partied with Lionel Richie in Boston many years ago, and he was. Oh my God, Mary, were you dancing on the ceiling? (laughs) I was dancing on the ceiling. It was literally me, my big, and my sorority, and she's friends with one of his other children, and they were on in town for one night, and so it was. Lionel, yes, Lionel rented out the entire club at the Liberty Hotel in Boston, and it was just five of us. Alibi? Yes, yes, alibi. And we just partied all night long. That's that was crazy. hilarious.
0: So the f- best part about this bar that Mary's talking about, it's <laughs> so it's at the Liberty Hotel in Boston, which is an iconic hotel because it used to be a jail. Yes. So they sort of kept that as the theme of this really upscale hotel that I'm pretty sure I saw John Hammond recently. Oh, by,
1: the way. Just... by the way, I think
0: he was staying there when he was filming a movie. He's not there anymore, but I ran into him at Whole Foods, which is right next door, and I was like, oh, oh my God. 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 It's was she wearing Hammond. underwear? He was... Okay, so get this. We were in the refrigerated aisle, so I didn't see anything. But he was at like the deli counter. or oh, wow. something And he was buying ham. I'm not oh, kidding. My God. I'm not I, making this up. I saw John Ham buying ham at Whole Foods.
1: Oh, I am not cutting this out. <laughs> this I is lost
0: my mind. And I looked... Bad, like I wish bad, you had bad. taken a
1: sneaky picture for well, Dumois It'll be bad.
0: I know. As and much. then I went to go get olives, and I was just like trying to like cool down. I was like nervous and like oh, hot and bothered. And he comes over to me, and he grabbed some sort of like pre-packaged bean
1: dish. Oh my! And now God. every time
0: I see them, I think those are John Ham beans.
1: Those are John Ham beans. Sponsor. Anyway, I
0: digress. So <laughs> at this at this hotel, there's this lounge club bar area called Alibi. Obviously, keeping mm-hmm. up with the jail theme. And on the walls of this bar are. Famous celebrity mugshots and oh, yes. a, sort of like a caption of what their alibi is. Nicole Richie is on that wall, and so is Paris Hilton. Oh my so god, I, Lindsay don't, I
1: don't even know if we saw that or real or if I put that together. I, uh, um, no, but it was it's like, just funny,
0: like it's yeah. kind of hilarious.
1: Only good vibes from Lionel and the Richie clan. Um, we love I that. I thought that was a fun fact, but in 2019, we actually got some rumors about a reboot of A Simple Life with Paris and none other than. Lindsay lohan but obviously that didn't happen paris shut it down quickly on twitter and then in 2002 nicole or excuse me 2020 nicole was asked if she'd ever revive the simple life and she was just like that's something that's never going to happen the show was what it was and it was so much fun but that concept wouldn't even work in this moment she said remember we'd leave our lives for a month and we didn't have any phones no phones in this day and age just doesn't work and Nicole also added, you know, being a mom, she wouldn't want to leave her children alone for that long. She said the simple life was like backpacking through Europe, something you do in your 20s, which I think is a, wow. a cute cute way to put it. And then, yeah. and again, also in 2020, you know, we're in COVID time. So everybody's in nostalgia era and thinking about things, rewatching old shows, et cetera. Paris spoke very fondly about the series and she even admitted that she has watched the the show multiple times sometimes you hear people who are like oh my god i never watched myself or you know on laguna beach they're like we've never watched it or on the office they say they they've never seen it since the premiere but she said i watched all the time i love that show it's so hilarious <laughs> i love her <laughs> yes and she's like there's no reality show like it and you know she's not she's not wrong about that and She also revealed that she has still saved all of her iconic outfits from The Simple Life. I don't know if you've ever seen her show on Peacock, but the girl has trouble parting with things and throwing them away. She might be a borderline hoarder. I'm not sure. So I totally believe
0: I had history (laughs) in my closet. Yes,
1: but this is a happy show and a happy story that has a happy ending. Ladies and gentlemen, we talked about Paris and Nicole having their they're falling out but in 2019 Paris appeared on Watch What Happens Live and revealed that she and Nicole were close again and had been recently texting each other and that closeness was on display when Nicole actually attended Paris's 2021 wedding to Carter Riam and they were photographed showing some laughs and i think either Paris or Nicole posted it but it was one of the two together and the caption sana-sa full circles, babies. Love that for them. I'm so happy that they've seemingly gotten past their issues. Loves it.
0: Mary, you, you killed this episode. This was such a fun show to rewatch. Uh, and I loved hearing all your little you. tidbits about the behind the scenes. Ooh. And sorry that I admitted that I never believed it was real.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. I was just totally like jaded <laughs> about that type of thing. But now I am much more eyes wide open. So thank you everyone oh. for joining us and for all your good commentary, Kels. Thanks everyone. See you next time. See you next Bye. time. time Sana,